Hey, everybody. Welcome to Kush and Kai. This is a GD Microdose. How are you, Kush? I'm coming down with a cold. Otherwise, I'm well. What's good, y'all? Good stuff. Producer Hakey, how are you in Studio California? Uh, good. It's a little early. but uh, How are you doing, yeah. Producer Hakey? Yeah. Oh, man. 945. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, well, today's uh, microdose. Uh, we had some stunning Venom news. Dee, 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 Venom. <laughs> what do you got, Kush? <clears throat> uh, apparently, Venom brought in twice the gross that uh, a star is born. The fourth version of a star is born this weekend, uh, and that's before the holiday. That's not including Christopher Columbus and your Indigenous Peoples Day uh, count. That's just uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So uh, good on you, Venom. Um, apparently, people are still confused if they liked it or not and then people are just trying to force their appreciation for like no i loved it except for this one thing i don't understand but i love it yeah. best picture so, best picture it, Yay. yeah oh. well for venom too i'm like this old i mean seeing that a star is born looked like people were gonna arizona was gonna rise and, and send this thing to the top but um yeah, I've heard it. Dis- I-, I think a three-star movie, as somebody described it. And it's like, yeah, there you go. That'll, that fits. Um, I do want to say this does continue my, I just can't with the Marvel movies anymore. It's just like, it's so just oversaturated and watered down. It's, you know, I, uh, the, the market is just, it, not only just losing its uniqueness, but like takes on things for characters that I just... Just look grating. I I can't. Um, and poor poor Stan Lee, who who is alive to see all this happen. Um, he had a story. The headline just says Stan Lee breaks the silence. Those I trusted betrayed me. And I know he's talking about like his financial manager and X Y Z that stole money from him. But I want mm-hmm. to believe he's talking about seeing all all of the Marvel characters just get fucked out like this. <laughs> mm, I feel like he's okay with uh, the way the Marvel characters are being represented on screen, but who knows. Maybe he's punching pillows at night. He can yes. silently sob and dry his eyes with the $100 bills. He I, can't, I, though, because as Kai just said, people are stealing money from him. People, people stole his money. And, and then also, speaking of uh, fucked out news, John Favreau's new Star Wars series will be called The Mandalorian. Now, you know, this to me would have been the best thing ever for, like, 14 year old me like i would mm. just be creaming over this but now it's just more like yeah i you got too much here this is just yeah can, can uh, i tell you my from from the 14 year old me reading mm. you know big nerd of all the books and all that uh there's mm. one character that nobody ever talks about which always was the most compelling character in that whole universe to me which was admiral thrawn Oh, Thrawn, yeah. Wait, who, who did you say? Figrin Dan uh, and the modal nodes. Nope. Uh, they're the bits that are playing in the bar. That one. Yeah. No, Admiral Thrawn. That's, uh, that would be cool. Although we have discarded uh, he, he's a the musical the guy. Oh, the Thrawn guy. He was from the books. Who and he what? He showed up in a lot. He had his fingers in a lot of, of plots, but um, he was just a super effective admiral guy. But yeah, he was a Does military he a... genius for the Empire. I remember <laughs> one super racist thing in a book that he was like, he studied a piece of art so much, he knew how this one race, how their military tactics would go based on like a sculpture or something. I'm like, that that is some impressive bias, right? That is amazing. That is amazing. Uh, but does he even exist anymore? Because they, they just broomed away the... 
expanded universe, didn't they? Well, I'm saying it would be a crime. I, I'm just saying that was my the most compelling character in that whole thing, and I've always wanted to see some some expansion on on that. And it's he, he gets ignored. There it is. All right, enough uh, me complaining and then uh, wishing that young me had different Star Wars things to uh, to fantasize about. Um, uh, Will Vinton, filmmaker and animator who created the California Raisins, dies at 70. Hmm. Guys, uh, I'm broken up about that. A, a cultural icon, I would say. Yeah, and that was definitely I... in our zeitgeist for like, you know, a good half decade, maybe even a full decade. Just a little Raisins singing Motown up and down had, the boulevard. I believe I had some figurines I of these I definitely things. did. I, <laughs> I, I I still remember that. I may still have them. Uh. <laughs> You're gonna have to get one just to have it in the background on the on the pod over there. Um, yeah. Uh, of of did that start out as just a commercial, or like you know, did Big Raisin get him to do that, or you know what I mean? It calls him a filmmaker, but he did not make a. There wasn't a movie called California Raisins running around out there, was there? Was there a show? No. I don't the, feel like there was a show. The commercial spun off into a ho- couple holiday specials. That is bizarre. Things that jump the divide of, well, it's a commercial, and now it's like a film or TV franchise. Uh, Ernest, he, he made it over. That's a, he started as a TV commercial. He was, a, he was an ad for something, and then just he took the character and ran with it. Um, You're talking about Vern? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Uncle Drew, I believe, as well. <laughs> Uncle Drew. Yeah. Funniest movie of the summer. There you go. So, wait. We <laughs> we have uh, Ernest, California Raisins, and Kyrie Irving's Uncle Drew. <laughs> those are the three. Mm-hmm. Those, are the, those are your... We'll get That's a your Mount Rushmore. Well, yeah, we you get probably a, have to get Flo from uh, from uh, the insurance company. Uh, she's, she's up there. Oh, wait. No, the, uh, the, the caveman. Oh, the cavemen had their own TV show. That's right. That's uh, that's your Mount Rushmore right there, starring uh, starring a future <laughs> Nick Kroll. Oh, that's right. He yeah. was in that. Um, but anyway, so those three right there, or that, those four. There's your Mount Rushmore of jumping from TV commercials to uh, to other things. It's very difficult, I have to say. Um, um, yeah. Uh oh. Indiana Jones Five is assembling a writers' room, and no George Lucas's allowed. <laughs> I feel like history might prove out that this is a wise decision. <laughs> hmm. I, I yeah. vaguely remember. I, it could be a, a wrong story, but uh, Chris Pratt was was like looked at. Rumor. Can that I was have just that? A rumor. Please. Um, could still yeah. happen. I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. hate it. Yeah, I would love. You can now from now on until he gets to claim one of these like icon franchises. Just you, you can just imagine me imagining Idris Elba as fill in the you know what I mean? <laughs> I want him to be Batman, I want him to be 007. I think he could do Indiana Jones well. He's got range. And then he'll go voice um, an animated um uh cat or sea lion uh between it, between jobs. Well, I, I <clears> Idris Elba is closer to sixty-five than he is thirty, by the way, these days, gentlemen. Just just want to throw that out there. He's getting up there. He he could play he could play it younger he could Luther can do it for us he'd still um, be a kickass Bond yeah jeez uh, so many so many uh, politics has completely leaked its way into entertainment these days it's annoying has it uh, I mean just as as sorted uh, in some of these news feeds about especially uh, well especially Kanye versus um, 
Taylor Swift is back in a weird way. <laughs> is that back? Are we doing this again? It's very no. back. No, uh, no, no, no. Well, Kanye deleted his Twitter and Instagram accounts because he's getting a ton of shit for being a uh, pro-Trump, which, there you go. Pete Davidson probably the smartest thing he's Kanye done, West actually. For, yeah, it goes on and on. Anyway, oh, Amy Schumer, Emily Radzitowski detained at Kavanaugh protests. It go, dude. It's it's yeah, it's all over there. Them. Richard Linklater <laughs> releases a political ad that pokes fun at Ted Cruz, and he uses the character from Bernie to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, perhaps that's just the bent. I try some different sources here. Oh, and then we have a lady Doctor Who in the house as well. Good no, I'm, very I'm, popular. I've never gotten into the Doctor Who, so but this is a good thing, or this is a regular thing. She switches Doctor Who switches out every year. What what's the deal? They tag out. I think it's it's been a year to year thing. Although some have played longer. I don't know. Again, I'm not super. I'm not as into the franchise. I, I, but I feel like they each get like at least a two or three year run. <clears throat> and then the story behind why the character switches out. Did one of you tell that on the on this podcast? Definitely the wasn't original me. actor who played Doctor Who. He went in for a few seasons, and he got terminal cancer. And so then oh. they wrote this. They wrote him out of the show where the time Lord has to like regenerate. And so we came back okay. to a different actor so that they've, in, they've just embedded that into the show as an homage to the first guy that did it, which was uh pretty cool actually. And again, the Brits are leading us in. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a dude, right? It's imaginary. It could be a lady. It could be anything you want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Let me backtrack for just a second. If you could pick what the focus of the next Indiana Jones was, was about, right? Because they went commie, but then they went alien, and that was a bit, it was a bit, it was a bit of a stretch for me. Because that felt like the franchise was trying to like, like lean forward, more futury. Anyway, well, uh, I mean, if, where, they're, if they're sticking around with his like original age range and you know time period, you mm -hmm. know when he was younger, you know when, when Harrison Ford was what like thirty, he he it mm -hmm. was Nazi Germany. So yeah, mm -hmm. that that locks into place the the setting. Uh, so if you make him younger, uh, if you choose a younger actor, it's got to be pre World War II. Um, I go pre World War II, and I think you just make Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. Oh, that mm. would be amazing! I just do that. It's right yeah. there. Everybody loves it. Of course, did you uh, get a chance to play this gem of a game? No, uh, very unfamiliar with it. It's on Steam for six bucks, but um, it's a point. And, it's a classic point and click uh, Lucas Arts game, hmm. and it's uh, yeah for the time. It was so good for the time. Part and it, of the genius canon of of Lucas Arts at that time. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Why didn't they make another X Wing versus Tie Fighter? Like they never did that. Oh, they, they made went... a bunch. Yeah, they made X Wing Alliance. Well, but I remember like coming back to the series and playing the Rogue and the X and whatever. But you could like modding up like rerouting your power and kind of like guiding your fleet and yeah, stuff they, just... they, they made one game after uh x-wing versus tie fighter uh called x-wing alliance, alliance and that was like their magnum opus of that the... is that the one with the interceptor on the cover uh the pointed tie wings yeah the, you you, you like if you play through guy. the campaign you you yeah. fly a a ship that's very much like the millennium falcon and then you get, oh, you get uh, awards and stuff, and you get uh, medals, and, you know, you know you, you can scrub missions and stuff. It's, it's great. It was militaristic. Anyway, huh, well, uh, I think that's, I'm good for, for stories this week. But, uh, yeah, um, anything you guys want to recommend from watching, doing, 
No, that's all I got. Uh, gonna go check out uh, Bad Times at the El Royale this weekend. Oh, uh, there'll be a review for that up on uh, cushionkai.com. That looks then, like uh, <laughs> Bad Times at the El Royale. It looks like Mad Libs with goofy story ideas. They're like, oh, get the preacher, but he's not a preacher. And get this. And then, oh, it's at the thing. You need the seven. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks a, a lot. It's because there's a lot going on there. <clears throat> it should be interesting. I don't know. It, Could, it'll be either very interesting or it'll be very stupid. Either way, there'll be a yeah. review about it. Yeah, it's like the cinema confetti of the uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> of movie releases this week. Also uh, going to check stuff, out uh, like, First Man on uh, the IMAX. That should be pretty exciting. Ooh, I hear that one's uh. close to three hours. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be a long one. That's going to be a long one. And unfortunately, the IMAX does not have those recliners. So that, that'd be really nice if you guys did that, Metreon. Get get some recliners in the IMAX. It's the only you theater you don't have recliners in. From your lips to Metreon. Otherwise, uh, check us out, cushionkai.com. Uh, coming soon, thebosley.net. Uh, and featured within that is a Happy Hour with Gentleman John Law, and that's debuting October 23rd. Uh, we're going to have a great Halloween episode for you. That's about uh, mixing drinks and uh, having a party. Fantastic. And then um, mm. hey, uh, producer Hakey and I have a tech project that will be nested in the Bosley as well. Uh, podcast based. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm excited, guys. I am excited. And check out our adorable logo, please. Uh, all right. This has been Kush and Kai. Thank you, producer Hakey. Uh, rock on, Kush. Rock on, Kai. Rock on, Kai.